Welcome to Night Coffees with Thank you for tuning yes. in, you guys. Thank you for subscribing to my YouTube channel. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for staying with me. Cheers to you. Get your night coffee Salute. out. Sit down because I am so excited and proud to present my very good friend that I get to call my friend, but she's also a superstar actress, singer. She's a director now. Yes. Like she's always been really good at directing. You own your own business. Yeah. I mean, this bitch is a straight up boss. Yeah. And we I love you. Thank and it's so excited to have you. And you're not a bitch, you're a boss. But we're yes. a bitch boss. Yes. Yes. We don't play. Yeah. And yeah. one of the things I I called, I said, well, what are you wearing today? She was like, a red dress. I was like, boom. <laughs> like she's totally mob wise. I said sweatpants. You I would have been, I'd put my, my super nat sweatpants on and like my best sneaks because I got a closet full of them just like any man does. I have all my sneakers being in the fitness world that I am. Um, so I'm so proud to present I Dallas. Hello. Hello. Hey, Welcome to my coffees with Nat. I love, I love the little Cheers. sticker initials on the glasses. N-C-W-N. Yeah. Night coffee with CWN, and you know I love my acronyms, right? Yes. I mean, still. Well, on the way over here, I didn't realize. I was like, wait, you're having night coffee. Okay, what's the name of the show? She's like, night coffee with Nat. And I'm like, wait, you're having night coffee without any coffee? We're going to do a night. She's like, Adele, it's wine. Night, night. You wake up to real night, coffee. You go to night bed coffee to wine. is wine. I'm like, got it. Exactly. And you know, like, I've always loved my wine. Yes. You know, so. I, Dallas and I have spent many, 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 many nights times. hanging out, drinking regular coffee, and many nights of night coffee. Yes. Um, one of the times we talked about on the way over oh. was something that she reminded me that we did yes. was HOS. HOS. Okay. So HOS stands for Hangover Sundays. Mm -hmm. It happens every Sundays at Nat's. It used to. When we go out six nights a week to clubs, in Hollywood. it doesn't happen and anymore like that. She like had everybody gather at her house on Sunday because it was Hangover Sundays, and she'd order. She'd just like pick up the phone and order the hot, hot wings. wings. Where'd you get them from? Hot Wings they Cafe. Were hot Wings Cafe. Cafe. There is no other place. Bomb, bomb. With so little, good. The blue cheese, yeah. like dip and everything. I want that now. And people would come over the whole day. <laughs> yeah, and then remember we made those uh, those pizza. Those Totino's pizza. Oh yeah, all these appetizers. I mean, wings were the start, but then they'd be appetizers. Because it was like cheap throughout Sunday, the day. But we throughout the day, and then the doorbell would ring. It'd be another set of people coming through, and it was such a cool vibe, though. I yeah. have to say, we always had. You never knew who was going to be at the you door. You didn't know. Everybody you know, Red Man was sleeping on my couch one day. <laughs> I was like, "Wake the fuck up! What are you doing?" Rudeness. Yes. Sleeping on my, yes. my, I was cooking that yes. day. Yes, he yes. Was, I was in MTV was at the tired. time, and you had all friends that were on different, like, actors and ballers mm -hmm. and all that stuff. But really good people. Like, she yeah. always attracted, Nat always attracted really good people, I think, yes. with a really good vibe and everything. I'm and so Hangover lucky. Sundays, honey. Yeah. Those wings, they were good. They worked. Yeah, well, let's take it back to you. Okay. Because we have known each other, like, over 15 years, right? Yeah, I mean, probably 20. Probably 20. And how, how did we even meet? Okay, I met you. You don't remember this? What is? Oh my God! I have... met you at the not the Mondrian, but the uh, uh, was it the Mondrian? Not the Mondrian. It's the, uh, the 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 hotel on Sunset. It's all white as a white pool. Yeah, but it was, it was called the Mondrian. Maybe it was Mondrian then. I then don't remember. What is the the Sky, sky Bar? Sky Bar. So. Uh, <laughs> Skybar. Okay, 
was a party. Somebody had a party there and we were at a sit down table and we were eating this salad. I don't believe you don't remember that. I can't believe I, can't I don't believe remember. You should have an Stop. outfit Stop. memory. All right, so it was a Caesar salad with the calamari. I don't know if you've ever oh, been yeah. to that hotel, but they served this amazing Caesar salad with calamari in it. Yeah. And we were eating it like it was our last meal. And we both looked at each other. The same thing. I'm, and we were eating I'm like, now. is this really good or am I magic? I'm like, do you like this? It's a bomb, blah, blah, blah. Then we just started talking and he's like, hi, I'm Matt. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I know, know what it was. Go. I'm going to tell you right now. It was Puffy's party. It was Puffy's. Puffy had that party, right? Yeah. Exactly. And Puffy. Jeff Burrows. P. Diddy. P. Diddy. Jeff Burrows was at the table. Yeah. They planned that party and my friend Melissa Dishell was there. Yes. And we were like starving. And I was at your table. Yeah. And then we were eating this thing. I was like, That's is this right. great? And we just started talking about the salad and then we just became friends forever. Forever. Yeah. Still doing okay. it. And so bad. I'm so glad I'm back to, to continue on the friendship. Yeah. That's like what friendship is. It just keeps yes. on going. Yes. It's like a yes. circle even that you keeps don't, on going around. Even though you don't see each other for a while, you just pick up like yeah. you like where you left off. I mean, That's how we are, yeah. Well, I haven't seen you for years, and it was yeah. like, oh, so anyways, remember such and such, like, because we, we have so many fun stories. We're going to get to, like, I know. that one. Yeah. Oh, so good, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to delve in right now. But I, I, I love this the, I night want, coffee. I know. This night coffee is really good. Yeah, I'm going to get you into a bad habit. Mm -hmm. um, so, cheers to night oh, coffees. Yeah. Salute. Salute. It has um, a little bit of floral, like a citrus yeah. taste or something. It's very good. Yeah, it's called Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon. But, okay, but we we got to let the viewers know who you really are. Like, okay. let's take yeah. them back. Yeah. Let's take them back. Like, so, MTV would, we got the, Yeah, but what started you? Like, were you always, because you were in a big singing yeah, like mm -hmm. seduction. Oh, right before MTV. Yeah, did you forget that? By the way, remember that part? Like, <laughs> I forget that sometimes. Like, remember when you were in the group seduction? seduction yes. And I had a party at my house, mm -hmm. and one of my friend's yeah. husbands was freaking out. In no, the bathroom. freak out. No, I think music like, gets to people. I think there's something that music does. It gets their heart and their soul, yeah. and when they find out that you're a part of a music group or something like that, they go crazy. Like seduction fans are way. Like more passionate than MTV fans. Like, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Like but way more passionate. You were in Seduction before MTV, right? Before, yeah. So we had three top ten hits. It was just I met Robert Clovillis and David Cole, who's famous for CNC Music, CNC Music Factory. Factory. Um, they did it more. I carries. Um, you got me feeling emotion. Yeah, yeah. They produced a lot of really great records. I and, mean, but we, we know were, my feelings about <laughs> Mariah. We were, we were there. She's she, gonna be on the show. I love her. Yay! I love her. Yay! Don't say anything negative. No, I live for her. That's my girl. Mine too. East Coast. I Mariah, just, call me. That's my girl. I love her. She will be on the show. I live for her. I and don't her. doubt me. No, don't. She'll get it. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, no. So I think music really makes people really super passionate. We had three top ten hits. Our first hit was "You Are My One and Only," yep. a Jersey hit. A lot of people loved it in Jersey, Philly, Holla. a Philly hit too. Mm -hmm. um, and then the second single was um, our number one hit, which was. Um, Did you guys go on tour with like a bunch like Cover Girls and? Yeah, like, we went on tour at the time. It was a Latin freestyle thing, but we were more R and B pop. Mm -hmm. But we were kind of holed into that whole thing. But two to make it right made it uh, to number one on Billboard. So mm -hmm. we were. It was big. What was the biggest platform you guys performed at? Oh my Billboard. God! We did KMEL. Okay, KMEL. Okay. KMEL is a radio station out here in California, in uh, uh, I, I believe in San Francisco or LA. They 
they always broke the records in the 80s and the 90s. They broke the records. They were very famous. Uh, the 80s and the 90s were a very radio station driven uh, oh, yeah. music thing. And That's what changed. music was like. The real, yeah, like, they had a lot of power. Mm -hmm. And KMEL had a concert every year, the way that Hot 97 and Hot 105 yeah. has the concerts in New York, and it's a big deal. Yeah, um, they had a the big jingle, concert. it was kind of like, yes, it was like, yeah, the jingle thing that they do every December. Yes, yeah, so KMEL had this huge summer concert, Kiss, New Kids on the Block, and KOTV. Oh, and I'm very, very good friends with Jonathan Knight, who I call my yeah. husband. Yeah. We and and at that time, New Kids on the Block were like we opened for New Kids on the Block for that concert. So I was one of the that's big. Venues. Yeah, that that's was pretty big. big. And I they were running around like kids running around, and girls were all over them, and they were really sweet kids. I mean, I went because my friend uh, that I worked with, Harley uh, Rodriguez, he is the partner of Jonathan Knight. We would always go. Oh, to the best concert in the, the best. world. Oh Love my god, you're saying it was just every single second of it was so much fun. They even have reunions now. I want to go. Let's go to the one. Oh. Let's go to one. We should go to a New Kids on the Block uh, reunion. Concert. Absolutely. <laughs> new goals. New so goals. then Cabo. Okay. <laughs> There's a little bit to we, go through. Okay, okay sorry. Am I jumping ahead? <laughs> Cabo's coming. And it's good. Get ready. Mm -hmm. Uh <laughs> That's the Dr. J story. So that was seduction before MTV, yeah. And so how did you get MTV? Were you always like passionate about like what was your childhood like? Were you were you like, Mom, watch me? Like I was always into entertaining mom, right? I'm putting yeah. a show on, yeah. Sit down because I'm about to sing to you right, right now. Right, or right. like do dance routines. Okay, I always. was more of an introvert before I was fifteen and then um but I knew I could do it. Like I would watch other people and I was like, I wanna be on stage, I know I can do that. But I would help other people get on stage because I was so shy. So you were like still directing and behind the scenes then? Yes. Okay. So I was shy Smart. and I would help other people get stuff. And then when I turned 16, I was just like, I'm going to go for it, you know? And um, I started to like train myself. I, Barbara Walters was my idol. So I would record myself on a little uh, back then. <laughs> it was a cassette. It was like a little cassette recorder thing. You had to press record and right. you, it's a little radio. Everybody had a little radio. And mm -hmm. uh, we would just, I would tape myself and then play it back. And I wanted to sound like Barbara Walters. I would new, read the newspaper. Oh, and interesting. Would, and it's funny because now I have this verbal mastery system that I do in my private coaching for broadcasters. That's what I was And that's about. how it started. I trained myself how to sound like a professional broadcaster by practicing and reading loud. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So look, just quickly, now that you brought that up, that's your, that that is your company yeah. that you bring people in. So you explain to us what ID Broadcast is. Yeah, it's Idalis Media now because it changed from ID Broadcast. Idalis okay. Media. Idalis Media. And under the umbrella of like where I coach uh, broadcasters online, live online. Um, and I t teach them how to go from, you know, from not really doing anything to, to actually uh, learning broadcast journalism in a shorter amount of time, like three to nine months, three to nine months. We do three months uh, seasonals, and we t I teach them how to write and how to present for camera, how to really basically write a story and tell a story. Okay. So that's a, that's really I should welcome. come to you, basically, right now. <laughs> no, you're a natural. That is a natural. Like, a um, natural. A natural. <laughs> no, you're a natural. So on top of being an actress, directing, like, do you still ever sing or do you just, you know... I do sing a little, you know, a little bit. I don't do it professionally or anything like that. I would like to do something someday. 
it's something that I love, you know, and um, my voice is a little bit more like a Vanessa Williams or a little jazzy kind of thing. I just think, you know, no matter what size voice you have, you have to find your niche. I got to tell you a story about New York and Sade. Okay, wait, about I'm singing sorry. and Sade. Okay, wait. Thank you. So my friends, so this story about voices. So my friends, my friends who I was bartending with, like a, girl, a fellow bartender chick, um, we were talking about voices and singing, and she said her boyfriend's friend, her boyfriend, was producing Sade at Sade at the time. Or it was back. She told me this story about Sade, and that I'm very obsessed with the fact that you said Sade. Sade, Sade, very East Coast. Sade, 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 Sade. So you know what we're talking about. It's Sade. It's Sade. Yeah. So. Um, he said he was in the studio with her and it just wasn't the right producer for her. And so it was like these studio sessions that were like. And then she finally found the right producer for her. Mm -hmm. For her. She was like, but I guess when we would, I would go to the studio. My boyfriend would ask me to go to the studio and it would be like torturous. So you don't know, like sometimes you're not with the right person, you know, and a no may be like, oh, you're not my partner right now for this. So when someone says no to you or you're not getting good results from a production, they're just not the right partner and right. you'll find the right partner. You'll find the right person. Sade has such a great sound. Like she sounds like she's singing a jazz song. To try, does, has anybody tried to sing a Sade cover? You never hear that. I am so good at Sade in the shower. Oh, I kill it. I kill it, really. Kill I kill it? It's just like oh, I'm in there yeah, like, 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 you know. Is it a crime? Exactly. I'm so good. But like the moral of that story is like, you know, you know, until you find the right vibe and the people that really get you, that really get what you're trying to do, then you probably, you won't find that harmony, that rhythm. And a no just means they're not the right partner at that time. A no means next. Next. No means next. No means next. That was advice from Night Coffee with, with Matt. Matt. No means next. So, ooh, that, ends. that being said, um, what I really want to know is, what was it like on BAPS? <laughs> okay, BAPS, she's talking about BAPS. Okay, that was a Babs. Robert, Robert Townsend movie. Yes. Who's brilliant for his original movie, um, what's the name of the movie? Oh. Uh, Hollywood Shuffle. A great movie, uh, great, brilliant comedian, Robert I mean, Townsend. how did you not outshadow Halle Berry? No, oh my I God, and I met Halle Berry. Okay, first of all, she is more no. stunning in per person. I'm sure. And the all those sweetest, I'm the sweetest person on the planet. But she's this big. And you know, everybody, everybody in TV is this big, by the way. Yeah. 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 And she was so, and she was just doing this movie and she was on The Rising Star. And I just happened to do like a cameo as an MTV VJ. Mm -hmm. like, yes, I'm like doing that. But the movie was great. I loved Robert Townsend. He's a sweetheart. I know. He's amazing. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. And uh, people still ask me about that. They love that. People love Babs. I mean, that was the first the great thing. Great bomb, the bomb. I, I love it. My, I, I did it. a movie with Natalie Reed. You did in South Africa. She's so, so talented. She's amazing. She's amazing. We, okay, so we were in South Africa for two months. Okay, what? doing a movie. Wait, what movie did you do in South it Africa? It was called The Killing of Wendy, but it ended up being deep called Divas now, and you can you can actually go and. Watch okay. this movie on so wait, Amazon. Let's clarify. The girl that you did the movie, what's her name? Natalie Reed. Natalie Reed. And she, she was the lead and Babs, right? The yes. Girl. Yes. Beautiful. I mean, she's beautiful. Yes. yes. Okay. So we did a movie together. We we were called the Natalies. And because um, we hung out 
E immediately from the plane ride together all the way to no, the end. she's bomb. She's bomb. She, okay, so we would go to church. We went to these um, Seventh Day Adventist church there in South Africa. <laughs> it was, it was really That fun. setup is the best. Natalie Rattano. Did you wear your mob wife's dress? <laughs> Probably. But I, and all, by the way, the only white girl in the black church in South Africa. Nice. Thank you very much. She got up and sang a song. It was the last weekend. We went every weekend with our producer's right. okay. wife. And we, it, it, like, there was this one speaker that I will never forget as long as I live. His name is Joshua. He shut everything down. Like, I keep, I can never forget Joshua. But the last weekend before we were going back to the United States, she got up and sang this song, and I mean, bawling. Like, wow. she shut it. You know how power she, how, She's powerful amazing. she is. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah, she now went there and sang. Sang like no other. So as soon as I, we were, like, thinking of, like, questions to ask you, I was like, oh, my God, we have to. She reminded me to talk about BAPS. Because, you know, like, yes. when we were going through all the questions, yes. About yes. Idella, so I was like, all oh, your TV and spots. Natalie and, and Natalie, and it connects with you guys. Yeah, the so Natalie. Have you talked to her lately or no? no I can find her. Yeah, okay. Nat, holla. Nat, call us. But what about, like, you've done a, like a laundry list of guest spots. <laughs> okay? Yes. We want to know, we saw that you were on a living single for a hot minute. I know, yes, I was. So you know we're going to ask you, Queen Latifah. She's the best. Tell me. I have another question. Are you watching Star? I have not. Okay. I have to you say. You need ah. to You remember when we were on, this is, everything is going to revolve back to Cabo, okay? <laughs> everything Every starts and ends in thing. Cabo. Now, you remember who was there with us at Cabo? Mm -mm. Lee Daniels. Shut the fuck up. Lee was there you, with I, us. Can I curse on this? Oh yeah. my God, I'm sorry. And so you, you are lying right now. Lee, we've got pictures with Lee, and you're probably no. in them. Yes, no. he was with us. He produced Empire and Star. And Star is something that you are going to like. be no, so obsessed too. with because it's about a singing, singing group. Singing group. I know I love that. And you're going to be loving it. I mean, Sydney and I, we love that show because we were in the singing group together. Remember back in the day? Yes. So that's our connection too, because she was in a girl group too. Mm -hmm. we, I was in a girl group, so we started talking about that too. Exactly. But Lee Daniels was at Everything Goes Back to Cabo. Mm -hmm. That's the theme of tonight. Everything goes back to Cabo. We're building up to it, by when the way. When you're young and everybody that's watching this that's under 30 knows, it's like, honestly, you're in a dream. Yeah. You, so much is going on, you don't even realize. Like, this is the first time on this set I'm hearing that Lee Daniels was there. Like, yeah. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. He was there. We hung out with him, too. Oh, my God. You might have just been with Dr. Oh J at the time. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to talk about Cabo now or not? No, no, We're no. getting there. Who wants to talk about Cabo? We're so... Okay. Okay. So now Should we talk about Cabo soon? I mean, you're like, just get into it. Okay. So... so Cut to, I, I have a feeling this is going to go here and there and everywhere. Right, so, right. Um, but before we go to Cabo, we want to know what it was like to work with Queen Latifah. Oh, yeah. Because I, some of my big obsessions right now, outside of my new show that I'm watching on Netflix, The Killing, is Queen Latifah in Star. Okay? We need to know what she was like. Should she be on Night Coffees? And like, 
can we just be friends with her? She will love. Um, she will love to be Alicia. Honestly, she's the best. Queen Latifah is the most giving, generous person I've ever met. Like she was amazing. She just. She's so mellow and stable and sweet. It's annoying how calm she is. She's so calm and she's so like beautiful. I give my left her arm person. five minutes of Queen Latifah's calm. Yes, yes, Queen Latifah. She should bottle it and sell it. Like she's sell so, it in a cup. She's just steady, like a lake, you know, just steady. And um, I think that's part of the reason she's so successful. I have a little story with that. The, my first boy, like my first serious love of my life, Dante yeah. Ross. He was a big A&R for Tommy Boy. He discovered Queen Latifah and they were on the phone when I first met him, when I when I first hung out with him mm -hmm. and we started to be boyfriend and girlfriend and he would have her on the phone and he'd be like, this is like a, gonna be a big rapper. Her name is Queen Latifah and I was like, oh, okay. And, 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 and like the relationship they had was so special. To this day, I'm sure they have a good relationship, but she's a special person. She's yeah. like Nat, like oh. Nat has this, this thing inside, like, you know, it's this thing, this light. I don't know where it comes from. Queen Latifah is just like you in that way. So I think the two lights will really would join. Like you would, Queen, give us a call. Like let's be on. Okay. There's so many people Matt. that need that, that need to call us, and one of them is Queen Latifah. Yes. Right. Queen Latifah. Lee Daniels. Lee, we love you. Lee used to be an actual student of mine when really? it was not Barry's boot camp, it was Martin Henry Fitness Studio, and Lee would come to my class. So, Lee wow. and I go back. Back. We go way back, just right. like Mike Jones would say. Right, right. So, so uh, anyways, back to Cabo. Latifa. No, Latifa, we love, we love her. You. We love Get you back forever. Forever. Be on the show. Yes. Be a friend of ours. Yes. Just, you don't have to be on the show, just be my friend. Um, but we're gonna go to this little trip called Cabo. Okay? Yes. Now, okay. Wait a minute. Excuse me, but somebody called me and said, "What? What? what you went three years in a row, though, right? Or four? Okay. This was, was a golf tournament or something, right? It was a celebrity golf tournament. It yeah. was a bikini celebrity golf tournament that I hosted mm -hmm. one year. Remember when the guy from Six Feet Under would wear those, those like? <laughs> were you there that time? Oh, you didn't come. <laughs> Wait, Remember who, those outfits? The cute black guy. Oh. The gorgeous one from Six Feet Under. Yes. You did Six Feet Under, didn't yeah, you? Yes, yes, I did Six Feet Under, yeah. You play a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I'm still a stripper in my head. Still one. Hands the boots. Um, <clears throat> I am not mad. Listen, I live around the corner from the Seventh Vale, and they were out there selling free entrance with the girl out in her shoes, and I was like, I am not mad at you. You are a hustling Ooh, Cardi girl. Cardi B is an ex-stripper. Listen, stripping is not porn star. Stripping is, you know, just it's hustling stripping. and getting your stuff. You're not, you don't have to touch anybody. You're just on stage by yourself. So, I, not that, you know, I was a stripper, but I was a bartender at a strip club, so. You did play one on TV. And I played one on TV. Okay. Let's just make it clear. Um, so, <laughs> there was one time that you weren't there. It's a year after, and he came, and I, like, always had like this big crush on him yes. obviously and he would wear like these gowns like these nightgowns like I, I I don't know if it was was it something with his religion I, which I have no I don't I don't want to be rude but it was just kind of odd was because it something with his religion okay you're right these really get at 
I mean, they do. They well, get after you. Yeah, you can't do too many shows of these. Like, you one. can only do one. You're like, why don't you do five shows in a row? It's like, no, you don't get night coffees. It's a wonder, okay? Because you start and it happens. But um, he's cute as a button, adorable. I worked with him. He's really a sweetheart. Mm -hmm. Sweetheart. But you know, just not for you, probably. <laughs> not not gown. <laughs> no. So, but we went to Cabo one year, and it was all my girlfriends, and it's a bikini golf tournament where yes. they raise money for domestic violence, which yeah. is something that I be, that I'm very. That's, that's her big platform. That's a that's something that I do not play when it comes to women. I, I mean, like, if you are a man. First of all, nobody should be hitting anyone, period. Period. But if you're a man and your flesh of a fist hits a woman, you know what? There's nothing that can ever change that for the rest of your life. You yeah, know, Jesus can change it. Yeah. That's it. And that's it. For real, for real. Yeah. You know, and you deserve forgiven, but like, it's just. Yeah. If it happened like one, when it becomes a pattern, it's obviously that you just have this, you don't have a, there's a whole situation. It's you a whole sick cycle. Yeah. But women like that, <clears throat> let that happen to them or they get in the cycle of it. They need a lot of support. So and you have to be pulled out actually. Cause it's just yeah. like this mental, mental jail. Mm -hmm. But you know, everybody gets upset in the moment and there's a moment in time but you just gotta look at that moment and go, wow, I really got out of control. And no one deserves to be hit, whether you're male or female. No one deserves to be disrespected Nobody, in that way. Like, yeah. you, know, you shouldn't be hitting people, but no, definitely right. if you're a guy and hitting a girl, and even if you have done it one time, then you need to sit your butt down in some therapy. Figure it out. Yeah. But my, it was for domestic violence, so we were helping the women. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, whatever means we had to get that money we got that money so yeah, yeah. it was a bikini golf tournament with <laughs> so back to cabo back to cabo and there were a lot of like athletes there some actors and lots of women in bikinis you and did it for three years i though, did it right? three years in a row and it was called it was like the golf tournament celebrity golf tournament do you remember what it was Sid? The what's name the name of it? of it no i just remember that we had one year it was the my jazz. dad came once. It was the Fort jazz Lane. one when um, our attorney, our music attorney, brought the um, music down. Remember oh, on the yeah. beach? Well, were you there that year? I, I don't know if I was. That's that right. They, they were the people that had Joe Scott. Yeah, we merged. We merged them. Yeah, we merged that. But I don't remember was what that year that was. Was that the first or the third one? Marcus Allen the was the one who would always put oh, it together. Marcus and Allen Marcus, put it together. Shout out to Marcus Allen. Shout out to Marcus Allen because he does so many great things. There was so many things going on and so many from all generations. Like it was older generation. It was younger. Yeah, it was like mixed. Like and it was a great mix of people. We had a really good. We had a really good time. So it was a bunch of my girlfriends. It was like seven of us. Okay. Yeah. And then I got Nat has a posse. It was a Nat Natalie Ritano posse. I always traveled about yes. seven or eight deep, right? Yeah. I was like, I it's me and about seven of us, and yes. there will all be tens. It will all be elevens, okay? Mm -hmm. Um. Mm -hmm. So we went. We we would go to that, but the the time that I Dallas went, we she had. She calls me. She's like, Hey, Dallas, listen, I'm hosting this thing. Come. We'll fly you out, blah, blah, blah. It's a thing, I'm so let's go. Pimpin' ain't easy. Okay, so I get my pretty girlfriends and we go to this. And like when we get there, you know, our Dr. Dre, or I mean, not Dr. Dre, our Dr. J story. Oh, we, <laughs> Dr. Dre's another story that I have. <laughs> Pray tell. 
Anything is okay on my hobbies. <laughs> That's what we're getting into here. And all good vibes about everybody we talk to. I love everybody I had an encounter with. But yeah, Dr. J, so I, to not to be mistaken by any like older baller who like NBA legend who slept with a lot of women because that's how they did it in the seventies. Yeah. Not we like, had to that's not we had to it's not Will Chamberlain. It's we Dr. had to J. decipher <laughs> the difference between Dr. J and Will Chamberlain on the way here. It's like yeah. <laughs> I was like, am I saying the right thing to Dr. J? No. Like, yes, okay. Yes. But a Dr. J, it was he's amazing. He's still wonderful. Amazing. Looked great for his age, and um, I don't know. I mean, we were he was like, talking to me. he was talking to me. He was trying to talk to me. He was trying to talk to me. I would say trying is an understatement as far as sending flowers to your room and sending you to the spa during the day. <laughs> trying is like a whole other story. How you doing? <laughs> you didn't like him, though, did you? No. I, I, I was no. in awe, like everyone, because it's weird. really liked. And enter stage right, Ray Allen. Not even at our <laughs> event. Ray Allen. Where did he come from? Like, All of a sudden was, I was like, he was just I, Dallas isn't even on the island where she's someplace else right okay, now. Okay, so every, this is what happened. Everybody, like, so is trying to talk to me at the event yeah. of the cop, the Cabo, kind of like, yeah. we had this like hotel where everybody stayed in the same place. Remember Mario Lopez's like ex wife, like oh, the girl yeah. that was married, oh, all that people. And it was yes, just after Mario Lopez's like breakup with her, like because like, he cheated on her or something. Right. She, and what's her name? She was the Doritos girl. Doritos. What was her name? Allie Laundry. And Laundry. more beautiful in person. Pause. We were like, I'm Mario. Her for what's fucking? What's wrong with you? We were like, Mario. What's but wrong with you? Here's the thing. She was so perfect. She drank oh a gallon. She when walked it, around with a gallon of water. And I was like with a gallon we in like it. I was at the gym. We were like this. <laughs> if there was a gallon, this was in it, okay? And she was going to the gym every day with a gallon of water, which I don't know. It was like the breakup revenge. Really? I don't you think blame she's her. real? Like, is she an alien? Like, she's perfect. I was like, we'd be like, she's like, so watch her, like, skinny. She's so gorgeous. I'd be like... Did she she, so even the way she ate breakfast, like even the way well, we I'm just spilling like, my wine on me. That's like, something she wouldn't do. By the way, we didn't become friends with her. No, I, she was in her own little thing. We were not only we were intimidating though. We were, we were, and she was just like too good, right? She was good. Maybe that's why. Maybe Mario thought she was too much. Maybe you know what I mean? Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> he could just be. Uh, a cheater. <laughs> yeah, it's. I feel like that's safe to say. Yeah. What well, he's now married has great kids and yeah. a beautiful wife, on awesome. I think someone who's more suited for him. Yeah. I think sometimes we try to match up. Right. I think to, oh timing. I think when we try to match up with someone, I love Mary Lopez. Yeah. I love him. He's a sweetheart, and I think he's super funny and super nice. And I'm just so happy he found that girl who's awesome and he has kids. And big shout out to you and your family and God bless you guys. But what about? You've gone down the aisle before. <laughs> Go. Wow. <laughs> what, what do you have in these notes? What are these notes? Damn. You did your research, girl. I also know you. <laughs> right. That's okay. right. I forgot. Go. Yeah, got marriage. married really quick, uh, right after Six Feet Under, before the movie I did with Paul Walker, uh, Running Scared. And I went to Europe for two months to shoot it. Right before I met 
like what I thought would be my husband mm -hmm. and we got married when I got back and it lasted like a year. That's good. <laughs> I'm impressed with that 365 days. <laughs> longer than Kim Kardashian, right? It is and it's longer than I have never gotten married. <laughs> thank God. Um, but you always, even your boyfriend, like but you always act like a wife. You, your relationships with your boyfriend. I am, I, yeah, it's the Italian in me. Very, yes, Italians are very loyal. Yes. Very loyal. Very I'm committed. too loyal. Yeah. You're I'm loyal. too loyal. Yeah, you're loyal. That's one of my biggest to problems. To a fault, to a fault, but you figure it out. We, we, we all figure we it do. out. We do. Right? We do figure it out. Yeah. Um, I'm okay. surprised, honestly, I'm surprised that both of us didn't have kids because our kids would be playing with each other. Right? I know. That's the one thing I regret. I do. I see my friends with their I know. Kids. I do. I do. do I really, really, that? really, really wanted to have kids. Yeah. Do Thanks you look at that. Like, that. Do, you, do you ever. <laughs> Do you, your, do you ever look at your friend's kids and go, oh. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Because I, I do love kids and yeah. I do. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to do it at this point in my life. I know. I've, I have some friends who have done it late in life. No, be, no, late. It's difficult. No, my know. girlfriend, she's 50. And I had she's a friend like, who did I had it a two-year-old. I adopted a two-year-old. I was like, good for you. Have fun. <laughs> and she's I like, will see I, you at night coffee. No, she like, calls me. She's like, I Dallas, I don't know what I did. She's like, uh. She's like, I'm not sure what I did. I was like, Babe, you're good. The first two or three years is gonna be like rough and tumble, but after five, you're good. Don't worry about it. You're, you're good. You're in. I didn't want to like say, you know. She's I, in I it. definitely, She's in it, so. I definitely am. That's something that was like, I wish that I had kids. You know. Yeah. So I'm a big auntie. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Then we auntie Nat. Yes. Now I'm not super Nat. Auntie yes. Nat. To Cabo. To Cabo. Well, rolling it back to Cabo, but. I mean, past Cabo, let's talk about what do you, what reality shows do you like? Are you Netflix? Are you Hulu? Are you, are you a hip hop? Love and no. hip hop? What well, are you? What well, are you? What is it? Who's so your favorite? We went through this whole Bravo thing, Bravo thing with all the Housewives of Atlanta, obviously. Duh. And what I love is that the Housewives of Atlanta, okay, put, put Bravo on the map. Like, so sisters putting Bravo on the map. Well, what about OC, the OC though? Those, those, Vicky. You oh, yes. The OC was kind of good. Vicky is still, she's an OG. Yes. We love, she's, I love Vicky. I she's do too. OG. She's everything. Like, she was a trailblazer. Like, she is, but the, the Atlanta girls, NeNe Leaks, like, she turned into a huge star all over everything. Everything. She was, like, amazing. Um, but, and then Mob Wives. I love Mob Wives too because I, I, yeah. I grew up in New York and I grew up in, like Brooklyn, Staten Island, Afghan, you know. I didn't have marathon group. there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even practice. So, yeah, like New York and Philly are right next to each other. So it's a whole, like, community of yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah, the East Coast vibe. Yeah. I, you know, I lost it for the New Jersey. I don't know if it was when Teresa and all those guys I went to jail. I New Jersey for a little bit. And then Teresa went to jail, and I didn't watch it as uh, much, actually. I love so, Teresa, so. I do love her, but that whole thing was a brick. Yeah. I have to say. Really? Atlanta it's... are my girls. Okay. They are. I love my New York girls. New Jersey had a good run, though. New Jersey did. I don't know. what they, Are they still on? Yeah. I'm oh, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Are they, are the they... New York girls, though, they're my girls because I've met a bunch of them working out. The working York, in New York, working York, in the Hamptons, Luann, mm -hmm. Kelly Ben Simone. Like, mm -hmm. I'm sure that there's no one Dude, prettier than I her. go back to reality shows like Making the Band with P. Diddy. I go back to, I love like, Making the Band. Remember MTV The Real World? Like, that was the first reality show. Why like, are you bringing up? Why are you bringing up? Why like, those are, bringing... are the reality shows. Like, what? 
Didn't we just see somebody from the real world the other day, Steph? We were somewhere. Oh, from uh, um, uh, from the real world? We were somewhere. The real, was the first real world or all the San Francisco? Oh. You know, there was Miami, real world, Miami, real world. San Francisco is the best. Yeah. <laughs> But I feel like Puck and Pedro and all those. Oh, oh my God, those were like the Pedro. Heather B. That was iconic. Heather B. Is still she is like a she's a DJ now. Heather B. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Heather B.'s the best. She's on uh, Sway. What's his name? Show Sway show. Yeah, Sway. He's doing really great. Love Sway. Love Sway. Sway. He wasn't on. Everybody likes Sway. But I loved all those real worlds. I love it. They were. That's what I'm saying. When you talk in reality, those are the. Those are, like, those are the OGs. Making those the are the OGs. Come on. Making the band. Season one and two. Like, but I, making the band is where, um, what's her name? They did, they did, what was P. Diddy's group? The girls, the three of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. What was the girl group? Oh, Danny McCain. Danny McCain. Yes. And then, who yes. was the girl, who was the main girl that was, um, we love her. I can't believe I'm like, you know when you're yeah. sitting in front of the camera and you can't remember anything. <laughs> no, yeah, Danny Kane, and no, I know who you're talking about. The, the lead singer, singer, the blonde. Yes, I think she's on all the reality shows now. Yep. Right. And then, who, where, where oh, am I going with this? Where am I going with it? <laughs> Stephanie, I'm going to, she used to date Polly D. <laughs> okay? That's where it's going. The love of my life, Polly D. Okay, okay. Let's if get into I, it. Let's unpack it. I'm telling you right now, the Jersey Shore is family vacation is yes. my new jam. Yeah. And it was my old jam every single season of the Jersey Shore. Did you Shore. go to the Jersey Shore? Did you actually go to the Jersey Shore? Once, I did a couple of times and that was like it's not my For family. my for my graduation of high school, yeah. I went to the Jersey Shore. Okay, and what happened? A lot of things happened. <laughs> and I know this is gonna come as a big surprise to you that in high school I hung out with seven other girls, and we called ourselves the Bunch. Okay, Bunch. Lexi Passarello, still my best friend till this moment in like life. A gang, like you. It was gang. like a gang in the Catholic high school with our uniforms on. It was called the Bunch, and um, we all went to the Jersey Shore for our our our, our senior vacation. Gina Ioni, ready? Lexi Passarello, Gina Ioni. Um, Jane Jones. Gina, big shout out to you, girl. Gina. Just for that last name. Um, uh, Lisa Ely. There it. was, uh, all of us were Italian, crazy. Our hair was this big. We <laughs> big were hair. black tan. 80s, I mean, right? we were 80s. like with this, with the, with the, the, with the, yeah, with the olive reflector. oil and the reflector. Really we went oh for it. Oh my gosh, yes. And we were tan. Okay, yes. I'll tell you what. And there's nothing better than being tan. And that's something that I'm not right now. I'm not tan. Okay. I am not tan. Okay. Because when you're 51 years old, you don't tan, even though I want to still go to tanning beds. Just want to go there. It was tangent. So can I say how amazing you are? Can sure. I say that? Yes. <laughs> so this is Natalie. This is when you're Natalie's friend. This is what you're allowed. This is what you get. So for your birthday, what she'll do is she will fly out your sister. Mm -hmm. And she will give you a surprise birthday party. At a restaurant in Hollywood, at the fabulous restaurant in Hollywood, have all of your friends there waiting for you with your sister and her husband, her daughter, and um, all of their friends and family waiting for you. 
when you come in so they can say surprise to you. This is what she will do. Well, I surprise party for you, Sid. And, and yeah, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, did you have a surprise for Sid? Okay. Yeah. Remember when we had that at, your, at my apartment, yeah. my house? So yeah. she hooked up with my friend Kinsey and they gave me yeah, a, we snuck a it around. special birthday surprise party. I mean, this is what happens when you're friends with Natalie. Ah, thank you. Yeah. Well, a, a couple more questions she to ask. She flew you. out my sister. She <laughs> flew her out from New York. With my niece, we who did was it. like two years old at the time. We did it. Yeah. yeah. That was like, that was a rough moment though. Because remember, that was like when that happened with your friend, remember? No. <laughs> Good. Let's not remember that. <laughs> remember we did massages at my house and stuff? Oh, yes. Yeah. But I think that was like right after that. Yes. Yeah. So... <laughs> I was like, we gotta do something big for her. Oh, we yeah. Did. But, oh, that's yeah. why I got it. Got it. Yeah. We had a but little. But that's sad. somebody thinking ahead, like someone who cares about you and goes the extra mile and like hooks up with your. Yeah, you know, it's it's really good. That that comes from being around good people. Yeah. And that being said, my so, and my yeah. sister was so grateful. She got she got you this little Tiffany. Like she, she was, was so, so sweet. She said. I have never seen somebody do something like, like, what What can I do to, like, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> well, what, where is your sister? She's in New York. We have to hang out when she, she comes and visits. She lives for you. She loves you. And we have she's to hang yeah. out. Yeah. Does she come and visit often or no? She's a mob wife. She's a total mob wife. Totally. <laughs> Isn't she in Staten? Yeah. Yeah. She's a mob, mob wife. She's a mob wife. Completely I, mob. I won't say anymore. You didn't hear from me. Never gonna hear from me. We're loyal, right? We don't say anything. That's right. Mm-mm. Loyal to a fault. Loyal to a fault. So, okay, since we're in this wonderful part of our life, we're and in the fives. And we're drunk now. We're drunk. We're in the fives. What is your motto to life right now? That's a good question. Um, don't. Uh, I would say don't take the bait. Like I really am at a place where um, I'm doing this play, and, and you know there's been some infighting here and there. And I think when you're making a masterpiece, there's definitely going to be squabbles. But as an OG, you have the responsibility to keep it calm and keep it stable. So and keep I never it gangster. That, yeah, keep it gangster too. K-I-G. Also to like shut people down when you have to. And it's hard to navigate those roads. And what I realize is like just because there's a fight right there like you don't have to take the bait like so don't take the bait is the is the motto don't take the bait, don't take the bait. so like you don't have to fight every battle like from where i come from from the east coast that's really not an option like your thing in your mind is like oh you gotta fight every time somebody bat- like like every time somebody says puts down the gauntlet like you have to take it i'm like and i realize i can like see someone who's trying to test me and i know i can kick their ass verbally or physically or whatever but um I look at it and I can sidestep it and I can look at it later I'm gonna put it on the shelf I'm gonna look at it later and not that doesn't make me a punk that makes me like smart and stable and I want to be Maya Angelou in my second chapter of life and Maya Angelou is not squabbling with people rolling on the floor with people like all crazy to dress up and everything yeah no She's not on any of the housewife shows. And you've been always that, Natalie. You've been always like a peacemaker. I think 
you've been a peace agent always like just you, you okay wait a minute no, okay, stop. But Sometimes. Honestly, okay. I mean, I do like... No, like, no, uh, good vibes. You've always been like the central of like, I want good vibes. You, your, your, your goal is to like, just everybody have a good time. Yeah. That life is short. To be happy. Like, she just wants to make a happy situation. Well, yeah, unless you do me wrong and then you're dead. Yeah. Die. Yeah. Like, you said to me, an OG <laughs> is chilling because... Yep. They got a gun in their pocket. <laughs> Didn't I say that to you the other day on the phone? An OG is chill. You got to chill. Let people go crazy in front of you. Let people try to beat you. An OG you. is but chill because you want to know why you got a gun in your pocket you and you will You're use good. it. Good. I will use it. Um, just quickly before we wrap the whole thing up. Yeah. Talk to me about the play. Oh, okay. The play, so, really, she, she, she's so, directing this amazing play, and okay. I want everybody that's in California to come out. When is it coming? When okay. is it opening night? So, Tell me. Yeah, so I, because I'm, I've been shooting stuff and doing stuff for my clients for the last 10, 20 years, and been in television for 20 years, and right now it's a good time to be a woman director, so I was like, it's time, because I've been doing it hey, my whole life. you want to know why? Because time's up. Uh, that's right. So the me with the me too with all that going on, it was like a great they're like handing projects to women, and I have the experience, the actual experience, and and the the time. I always wanted to be director since I was a little kid, so it's time now. But I always thought I had to get all this knowledge, so I feel like I have gotten all the knowledge I need to get. Twenty years in television, and I'm good, and um, I love to tell stories, and um, I. I have a couple projects, short short films I'll be directing and stuff this year. I work with a lot of great directors in the past. Yeah, obviously in some of those, right? Since what? you told me you want me to come back to acting. Oh, you are I'm definitely getting in. a cameo. Yes, out of this. No, cameo. I'm getting a cameo. No, you're lead role. Please. please. <laughs> so, um, uh, one of the first projects is I found a playwright about a year ago. I was looking at projects just to, because I took a six-year hiatus uh, out of the business, and now I'm just getting back, and I started getting back last year as an actor, and I saw this project, I saw, I was looking at indie projects on backstage, and I saw this project that this girl, her name is Tiana Felice, wrote, and I liked the way it was, and I could tell her writing was good. I'm a really good writer and a judge of good writer, it's got to teach broadcast journalism, so, so, I, so I, I, I saw her writing, and I thought it was amazing, and I said, I, want to, I don't want to be in your play, I want to direct it. And it's turned into this big thing. We've worked on the script for a year. We cast it in a couple of weeks ago, and we're up at the Acme Theater in Hollywood, Yay. June 21st. And June 28th. 21st, Acme Theater. What's the name of the play? It's called Diamonds in the Waiting Room, and it's about five women. Diamonds in the Waiting Room. It's I about love that. five brown skinned women. I mean, for me, my thing was to bring more brown-skinned women to this to the screen. For me, I thought like there's not enough ebony-skinned women. Like I grew up with gorgeous models in New York and I never see them on, on screen. So I was like, why don't we have more brown-skinned women on screen? So this was, as being an activist, I think as an artist, you can be an activist like a Kanye West or whatever you want to be. You don't have to be like protesting. You can create like just your, your thing, your story, whether it's Philly, whether it's like growing up in Philly and your situation, like everybody has their own story. And you can tell your own story and just do it. Just do it. So I decided I'm going to be an activist in this way. She's got beautiful writing. The girl is really talented. So I decided to direct it. And it's and it's five women. It's called Diamonds in the Waiting Room. It's about pressurized, the lives that women live, but specifically these brown women. But like all 
all women live these pressure lives. We try to hold down a job. We try to take care of our parents or our sister or our brother that has a disability. And then we also run our business, hold it down for the husband and be a mother and, a, and raise children. And so it's called pre it's pressurized lives and we still come out like diamonds. That's right. Yeah. And so that's how, that's how life, life is right now, right? Yeah. yeah. There's always a way to come out like a diamond. Like a diamond. Because there's ups and there's downs and there's new beginnings and then there's times to, I yes. think, I think in the end of the day, you're always a diamond, you know, yes. it's just that, you know, sometimes you have to, like you say, go underground or whatever. Yes. And when you see this plate, you, Natalie, you're a diamond. You really are. A you're diamond. a diamond. You live a pressurized life, like a Philly girl. You know, you grew up in Pittsburgh. You're like this whole like thing, and then you're still beautiful and graceful and kind to people, and still have hope and inspiration for people. That's what a diamond yeah, is. Yeah, we hope to. We, we want to continue to to inspire people as strong, independent women, and that's what Night Coffees with Nat is about. That's what Super Bodies by Nat is about, and. One more question, Idalis. Please come out and see her play June 28th. But what do you give no zero Fs about? What do you give? What is it? What? What's the zero Fs about? That's your last question. Okay, what do I give zero Fs about? Zero fuck. Um, you don't care. Nothing that you would care everything about. Wait, wait, wait. Do you I know, care like, everything about or do I not care about? I don't care about it at all. I don't care about it at all. Oh, Zero sports. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna just wrap it up. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you guys. Night coffees with Nat. I Dallas Delion. Go see her play June 28th. We are so excited. I love you. Thank you for doing this for me. I love you, my darling. Mm. Mm. Okay, Hi. so <laughs> I Dallas, tell me how you got an MTV VJ. Okay, so Your MTV VJ. I was looking in backstage. I was looking for that acting. backstage is really done like a lot for you. You're no, still I using go it now. backstage a lot. Okay, um, I was looking in backstage for work trade paper that you look for at work as an actor, and they saw they had a call for a host, and I had been practicing on my little cassette. Cassette with like you know. And honestly, it worked because I went pat, like I went in and there was this guy, oh my God, I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now, but uh, Don, I think Don James is, was his name. He was a pr production guy, producer guy there. And he videotaped me and he gave me some, a script kind of like, hey, we got an intro like of a band. Hey, we got this band coming up, blah, 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 blah. And he shot me in his office in MTV, like 1550 Broadway, right? So, um, and then a couple of weeks later, they call me and they're like, well, we have good news and bad news. I was like, oh, okay, what's the bad news? I want, give you the bad news first. And he's like, you're not gonna audition anymore. And I went, oh, fuck. And then um, he, go, he goes, because you're so good that we have to like go through all these other people to get to the finals which will be at the studio in Manhattan, in New York, on set, and we're gonna have the whole crew shoot you your final test. And that's not till May. This was February. Wow. He said, we have 4,000 applicants. Hi. We have to go through a lot of those and go through the best of those. 
and then um, get you. But you were so good off the bat that we want to put you just right through the finals. How like, many years did you do that? Three years. Who was your favorite guest? Uh, LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Was he? Yes. Why did you love it so much? Um, he came all like sweat, like just so beautiful and such a good energy. He had a really good energy. Yeah. And he was so kind and sweet and sexy and all those things. And he was just, he's just a good person. He's a superstar. He's a legend. He's a legend, a legend. Because when he, when his records came out and I, when I interviewed him, it's like you're interviewing one of your idols, you know, like this is someone who started hip hop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so with the Kango. Right. And like, you know, think about it now. Oh, now, if, now. Did you have any bad experiences? Oh, tons. Tons of them. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot. I mean, you don't have to tell us who it is, but you can. <laughs> tea. Tea. Tell me something bad, and you don't have to tell us the name of the person, but you can. No, 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 no. Okay, so like I'm something, not the something... best interview. Okay, okay. okay. I'm say, like maybe I can redeem myself with Jared Leto. Like I had a really not a good experience, not not a good interview with Jared Leto because he was he was in his mode of like. Kurt Cobain, his, Kurt Cobain was his idol, so he came to the interview very broody and very like one-word answers. Oh. If you know as a host, to get a guest who gives you one-word answers is a coffin for us. So what we have to do is like we have to fucking work hard. Yeah. I'm a chatty Kathy. You're like good. You're chilling. You're fucking having wine. You're good. You're Y'all like, should have been drinking wine from day one. Up. She doesn't shut the fuck up. I'm not going to even get a host. Like, right? So she's like drinking. Like, but, but when you have somebody who's, that sits back, one word answers it's death to you so you just at the time i was still learning how to be a host and he was making my job harder and so i kind of like resented him for it in the interview yes you're so right and i did an interview with 17 magazine after that and i was i was a hot vj at the time and so i did an interview yeah, with well at the interview i was like who was your worst get they asked me that and i said jared leto well the wrath I caught from Jared after Why? Like, he was like, you're going to, like, when you die, you'll see I'm going to, you know. And he did, right? Like, look at all the things that he's done. But I always thought he was a stunning man. And, like, but he wanted to be this musician. And you know what? He worked so hard for his band. I give it up to him. Like, yeah. I he's incredible. Big ups to Jack. He's incredible. Incredible. But it's so like, crazy to be able to like talk about it now. I know we're kids. We're all kids. We're trying to like navigate our own road. Right. And and he, he, was had, so he had an idea with me, of what he wanted to do. Yes. And I was like, like and I, he didn't know that one word answers are bad for a host. He didn't know. Like yes and no aren't good for MTV. Jackass. Um, no, but he, what a, but no, what, what yeah. did he shit? He's a powerhouse like, now. And, and honestly, I wouldn't have respect. I knew he was going to do the acting thing. But for him to do this band thing and to push that out there like that and to mm -hmm. be a success like he is with the band, good for you, Jared Leto. We love you, and he yeah. should be on the show. <laughs> I think that's an easy sell. I'm I mean, saying. especially I'll come that day. Night coffees with Jared. I'll come that day. <laughs> okay, another question we always ask our all of our people, uh, especially as our girls, is you know we're in the five. So do you still have an inner hoe? That's a good question. I go in and out of it. Like I'll see, but, I'll see. No, listen. This is so. This is like inner ho stuff. So like, calm down. 
let's not be judging male people out there. Let's just look at this as it is, right? So here, okay, you're talking about my, you're asking about my inner hoe. Do you I have an inner hoe? Everybody I think has an inner hoe. I think everyone has one. And sometimes when I'll see like a brown skin or sexy, dewy, tall, little, little scruff beard, like sexy man, like that's 35 or something like that. Like I'll look and I'll be like, hmm, interesting. But then, you know, I get over it for like, I get over it after that. But if you, if you had a name for your inner hell, what would it be? What would her name be? Natasha. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're, what you're saying is that you're actually, uh, you know, you want your name to be Natalie. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that, that's what you're, yes. that's what you're, that's what it's you're. so um, close to Natalie, right? The Natasha. But Natasha I mean, I feel like, is so like. What did I say my inner hoe name was? Yeah, Do well, I have so one? You never named her. It's like having a stripper name. Yeah, yeah, it is. Mine would be a hood name. <laughs> I mean, for real. Mm -hmm. And anybody who knows me or has experienced that person, we know you're out there. My inner hoe is Idalis, right? My inner hoe is Idalis. My inner hoe is me. It's part of who I am, too, right? Yeah. So I Dallas. It's Natalie. Yeah. Okay. We get a... Uh, Any questions? Is that good? Good to go? Good to go? Good to go.